Welcome to Fast Lane with Sarah Jane, a podcast for women who are on the move, managing life and family. Your host, Sarah Jane, is building a tribe and talking about the things that affect the daily lives of moms. You can expect real conversations about managing chaos, finding ways to take care of mind and body, and stepping outside your comfort zone on the way to living your best life. Hold on for a wild ride. Now, let's get started. Great afternoon. You are in the fast lane of surging. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad that we are here together. I am super excited that I was able to interview Dr. Jason Dean, a chiropractor and freedom advocate out of Florida. Dr. Dean has a very busy schedule, and he was actually in an airport in North Carolina when I interviewed him. So the quality of the interview wasn't the best because he couldn't see me and then he couldn't hear me for part of it. So I did have to ask him questions via the chat. So Dr. Dean answered my questions very thoroughly. It was great to get to know him. I can't wait to talk to him again when we have better reception because I have a whole list of questions for him. But we just sat and talked about chiropractic and what Dr. Dean does and what he stands for. And he's truly a remarkable human being. So I hope you enjoy my chat with Dr. Dean. And I hope you look him up because he's a, he's a great guy. I am so excited because Dr. Jason Dean is joining me today. And I have never met Dr. Dean before. I have only uh, watched his videos from afar. And I was actually trying to go back today to find the first video I ever watched of yours. And I wasn't able to find it because a friend of mine texted me. She sent me a video and she's like, you got to watch this guy. So I started watching it. And I was like, man, like, I mean, he's speaking my language here. So I've been watching him for, I suppose, two months now. And I, I'm inspired by you, I'm going to say, first of all, because I love what you're doing for the chiropractic profession, first of all. But not only that, but you are a true patriot. And I mean, I'm honored that you're joining me today. Well, the same back to you. I'm, I'm actually honored to be on your show. And it's... Um... I don't know where you are from an episode standpoint, but we need more uh, folks like you standing up and doing stuff like this. So anybody who does this, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I love being on. So I appreciate, I appreciate the offer too. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I'm relatively new at this. So um, I'm very excited that you agreed to come on so early in my show. So I know you have limited time. Dr. Dr. Dean is traveling today. So I have a list of questions, not only from me, but um, some of my friends have also wanted to ask you some questions. So first of all, can you just tell us to begin with, how did you get into chiropractic and how did you become so passionate about what you do? Yeah, um, quite honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a funny story because I was actually in the medical model for the longest time. And uh, just, I mean, that's how I, I grew up. You know, we didn't necessarily have chiropractic. If anybody's ever heard me talk on another chiropractic podcast, I actually was adjusted, you know, growing up as a kid, probably, you know, once every couple of months or so. Um, probably, you know, symptom type care. But uh, after that, I went into a totally different profession. So I did not start in the chiropractic world. I was actually in sports marketing. And so I worked in NFL, college football, Major League Baseball, things like that. And so uh, I was big, big, very passionate about sports. And so I went into there and then that actually led me to chiropractic in a strange way because I was getting very unhealthy and didn't really totally understand why. And in my mid twenties, I was traveling all over the country. I was uh, doing fun stuff for, you know, a bachelor, a male bachelor. And I was living in Boston at the time. I was having anxiety, a little bit of depression, a lot of stress, high intense job, 
eating really poorly. And I was also having kind of like heart attack symptoms as well and legitimate textbook heart attack symptoms. And so I went to the primary care physician like anybody would. And they sent me to uh, a psychiatrist after they said they couldn't find anything wrong other than some low iron. And then I ended up there. They put me on, uh, at the time, it was Adderall and Zoloft. And so I took those the very first night. And I felt really bad, like really good, really bad, I should say. It was more like a high, but it was not a normal, it wasn't like good. It was, it was actually really bad. And I'd never done a drug, so I didn't know what high was like. But it made me feel not good in a good way, if that makes sense. And so I was like, there must be something not right about these because I've never felt that way before. And I was actually up until about 4 a.m. That, that night, on a Friday night, Saturday morning in the city of Boston, um, cleaning my apartment, which obviously as a bachelor, that's not exactly uh, <laughs> what you might be doing. And so fast forward, I took myself off of those things and uh, I ended up meeting my wife, who's a chiropractor. And so uh, fast forward... I left the business world. I went into practice with her, just running the business side, not even a doctor yet. And quite honestly, uh, just seeing the miracles every day, that really is what flipped me. And I, I, again, I was already aligned with the profession, but I, had, I wasn't seeing it every day. And I was seeing it every day. And then at the same time, uh, between nutritional world and chiropractic world, she actually helped fix me as well. And so all of those symptoms I talked about, the anxiety, depression, heart attack symptoms, all that stuff went away. And it went away in like a month. It was fast. And so she kind of planted the seed of saying, uh, well, you know, if you really like this, you should really go back to chiropractic school. Now, keep in mind, I was in my, I think, 30s at the time. So I was not really too keen on diving back into school. Wow. But uh, after some persuading, uh, I jumped back in and been seven years in practice now doing that and loving it. And so I just kind of started aligning the whole you know, American pride, patriotic thing with it, because I grew up around people who were, you know, uh, pro-military, but uh, pro-military just in a prideful way, like as in um, really understanding our values, God-given rights, liberties, freedoms, etc. And so I've always aligned that with our professional chiropractic standpoint, because yeah. we understand that healing comes from within. And so how can it not be a perfect alignment with those values of the country, but also as a planet? And so that's kind of how I got, how I got, you know, those two worlds came together. And uh, as soon as I aligned those two worlds, I mean, the sky is the limit at this point. It's just been ticking along. And so that's kind of the long but short story. So I like, I like that you did not, not that I like that you didn't grow up with like chiropractic on a regular basis, but you started in your thirties and so what I, what I want to make sure people know is that it is not too late for you to make a change to start going to chiropractor, to start eating better, to start living better. You, it's not, you're not too far gone, no matter what age you are. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think my wife actually had a good example. There was, a, I think there was a 70 some year old blind person in her class when she was in school. And so, yeah, totally. You, it does not matter how old you are. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you have the urge to learn and to want to gain knowledge, uh, never, never stop. And I don't care if you're, coming straight out of college or you're in your 70s like that woman was yeah always I always follow your passion and your purpose no matter what that is no matter what age you are but don't, aren't you kind of envious of your daughter like I have three young boys and 
nine, six, and two. Two-year-old, you know, he's not getting it yet, but my nine-year-old and six-year-old will say things all the time. And it's like, they already get it. You know, they fall and hit their head and they're asking for fish oil because they got to feed their brain or mom, I have a cough. I can't have, you know, you can't give me that because I have a cough. And it's like, I'm so envious that they have that and I didn't have that, but I'm also so happy that they have that and hopefully it will help them and their families the rest of their lives. But yeah, I mean, that's a great point. So I have a six-year-old daughter and uh, kids are so aligned and it's unfortunately an issue where I think uh, kids start becoming adults and the programming kicks in. And we look at it from a standpoint, uh, I, I think that's really important from a chiropractic standpoint. If you are a chiropractic family, we tend to be a little bit more awake for the most part, is yeah. programming your kids the right way so that you're, they're learning, they're, they're going with their intuition versus kind of like what society is telling them to do. And obviously at this point, we understand we're in an in, in interesting time right now. Uh, we don't want to necessarily listen to all of society's rules. We want to listen to our intuition and go with that God-given rights mentality uh, and let innate flow obviously i love it okay so i want to i want to get to these questions because the, the, i have some random questions but so i've been watching like when you okay. when to morally and we're on the copper track right like you talked a lot about copper and people are deficient in copper correct uh, mm-hmm. okay yep. so can people have too much copper because i was told at one time that i had too much copper and that was causing mood swings and such like that. So what do you say about people who possibly have too much copper? Or is that, are you not supplementing with other things? Can people have too much copper? What should we be doing? Because people are, you know, people are asking these questions all the time. Yeah, so, good, so it's a good question. It's actually funny because uh, if you've ever watched me, I interview Morley Robbins talking about copper, iron, all that good stuff, and magnesium minerals. And so it's, it's come up once or twice when you take too much copper. I think that was the question and our sound, my sound goes out a little bit here. So I'm going to do my best to answer the best that I hear. But yeah, so anything, there's always too much of anything. Now, when you say too much of something, we are so copper deficient at this point in society because of the stress factor. Uh, so the magnesium goes down, the copper goes down, the iron goes up is more we talk about. And, and we've been doing that for a long period of time. So yeah, of course. I mean, it's just like vitamin C. Could you have too much vitamin C? Of course you could. But the limits that w- are, are the where you would have to go to uh, on the limits of that, uh, trust me, I don't necessarily think Americans are going to get to those limits. Obviously, as the disclaimer, neither myself or Dr. Sarah are saying to uh, try those or try to uh, overdose on those vitamins and minerals. But yes, right. um, could you technically? Yeah. But I don't think you're getting anywhere close to that point. And as we talked about uh, many our many interviews from a stress standpoint, Everyone is so stressed and so deficient at this point that I actually don't think you'll ever get to a number where you would say, oh, there's too much. Uh, because honestly, I also believe our body from an innate standpoint also handles things. And if you don't need something or if you have too much, especially a mineral, now if, you act, if it's a medication or something like that, of course, your body's going to reject that. You can get sick. But from a mineral standpoint, your body tends to actually excrete what it doesn't actually need. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. I'm wondering then, for you daily, what are your must-haves daily? What are you making sure that you're supplementing with daily for yourself? So my, my, ooh, good question, my current supplement residence. So it's interesting because even though I'm a doctor and uh, I'm supposed to be the healthiest person in the world, as all the patients like to say and everything <laughs> else, because they look up to us, uh, I, you know, I had, I'm working on things as well. So I'm traveling right now. I, I'm traveling right now, obviously. So I'm around a bunch of different stuff, chemicals, things like that. But also, I, like, for example, I grew up 
in a very stressful environment, parents that were divorced and just a whole bunch of stuff kids would go obviously can go through. Uh, but also I was around a lot of smokers growing up. And so I didn't smoke ever, but I was around a lot of that. So my lungs take a beating. It's funny because when I do my live shows at night, people say, he's coughing. What's wrong with me? He's coughing. Well, it's a combination of actually a couple of things. Uh, one, being around a lot of smokers, so I'm still regenerating my lungs. Uh, number two, I've had a lot of stress in life. Plus there's stress today. I, I own a practice with my wife, have a business, and then we have this, you know, quote unquote pandemic. And so stress is still there. We don't, we're not immune to it. And on top of that, uh, we recently found that there was actually a little bit of glyphosate in the body as well from growing up eating tons of cereal, things like that. So currently today, I'm actually on not necessarily a detoxification regimen, but more of I'm cleaning out my lungs still, supporting my adrenals. Um, I'm actually using companies like Cellcore, which I love. I'm a big advocate of the process, systemic formulas that we use in our practice. And so right now, I've really been focusing on uh, immunity for, for several reasons because I'm traveling, but also cleaning out the lungs and supporting the adrenal glands, right? Support the adrenal glands all the time, the best I possibly can. So my regimen changes. Obviously, I have my vitamin Cs and I have my B complexes and the minerals and things like that that we have to have. Uh, but right now, I'm currently on that. And, th and that changes. I, that'll change from sometimes week to week, sometimes every couple of weeks, sometimes once a month. The type of testing we do, uh, it allows us to, to move for what the body needs at that particular time. I love that you said that, that it changes because when I have a patient come in and they'll tell me like for this for real, for instance, they're on Zoloft for 20 years. And I, I flat out had to say, your medical doctor is failing you because I wouldn't put you on something for 20 years because your adrenals, you know, we can have highs, we can have lows. You got to change what's going on and our bodies change. So when someone comes in and says, well, I've been on this for you know, five years or 20 years, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we've missed the boat. Maybe I haven't missed the boat, but someone has missed the boat and has misled you because you should not be on the same things constantly. Unless it's like a multivitamin or vitamin C or, you know, something like that. But that's some of these, like you said, with for immune support, that changes all the time. I think you asked about immune. Did you ask about immune support right there? Sorry, you cut out. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, you know, with immune support, you know, things change. Like in the winter, we do different things for immune support at home versus what we're going to do in the summer. And now, like you said, with uh, the current situation, you know, now we're supposed to be doing things different than we were six months ago, but it all changes. Like daily, sometimes it changes. So people need to be with a practitioner that is rolling with the tide with them because things change all the time. 100% agree. Absolutely. And I, I wish more practitioners actually open up to the fact that your body is always changing. And so you always have to keep track of what's actually going on. So yes, I 100% agree with you. Okay. Here's another question for you. Now, Vitamin D, everyone is told they need vitamin D, especially I'm in North Dakota. And so up in North Dakota, Minnesota, Montana, people are like, you don't get enough vitamin D. Everyone needs vitamin D. You aren't vitamin D's number one fan, are you? Yeah, no. So <laughs> that's, the other, that's the other question we get all the time from a vitamin D standpoint. It's hysterical, but it, it comes off the fact that people have a lot of just wrong data. So I'm very blessed to be living. I live in Florida. And so it's a sunshine state and it really comes back to understanding really how the body works. Like, for example, why would you ever need vitamin D in the first place? Because the body actually is supposed to, supposed to create it on its own through our sun. Now, the funny part about this is we've been told now and programmed now for probably decades that the, the sun is becoming bad for us, things like that. And, and quite honestly, if the sun was that bad for us, then humanity would be gone off the map. Because, because original man starts in Africa. And obviously, 
there's a lot of sun there, and that's why the, right. the skin color changed because it was protecting from the sun. And you have other people in Florida who've lived there their whole life. Their skin is very dark, and they don't have the cancers. The cancers actually come from the toxicities in the body. Now, from a vitamin D standpoint, if you're low in that, yes, there's probably some northern states where your body could be low from that. But keep in mind, even on a cloudy day, you can get vitamin D. You don't have to physically see the sun because they're, they're, it's physics, okay? Your UV rays, you're still getting that. And, and honestly, I get mine through taking a walk like 15 minutes a day where my office is around the block, checking things out, being in nature, etc. But really what's typically happening is it's not that you're vitamin D deficient. What it is is your liver is liver toxic. And between the medications we're taking, the crappy food we're eating, all this different stuff, your body just is not actually processing correctly. And so those levels go down. So yes, you can get some short-term answers with people taking vitamin D. And I know that they're gonna, people are going to come back and say, well, I got my labs, my labs went up. Yeah, of course, because it's, a showing, it's showing a moment in time on your blood work. But that is not the source of why it's going wrong. What's really going wrong is your body is not properly detoxing itself. The channels are not open. The bowel bladder functions aren't working. The kidneys are backed up and your liver is backed up. And if your liver is backed up, you're not going to properly process vitamin D the way you're supposed to. And then your labs will probably show up as low on vitamin D. But in reality, it's not a vitamin D problem. It's a source problem. So then with the next one that I want to make sure that we cover is that what exactly do you do for people when they need to vaccine detox? Do you see a lot? Do you need to do a lot of that in your practice? No. So good question. Now, I, I use the word detox from a marketing standpoint, and I, don't, I try not to even do that because I don't want to misrepresent what it is. But and this goes back to my chiropractic philosophy. So uh, even though I do nutrition, I am chiropractic philosophy back. I'm a D.D. Palmer guy. Like I go back right to the start. And quite honestly, um, our, our body is supposed to know how to detox itself. Now, when I say detoxification, I'm talking about channels of detoxification, channels of elimination. So your bowel, your bladder are supposed to work. For example, we talk about poop in our office like every day. So for example, uh, people today are completely constipated, right? Or they're going once every couple of days or once a day. And quite honestly, you're supposed to go several times a day because you, if you eat, it should also be coming out. And so my job is not to bypass the body because quite honestly, I believe you can also bypass the body and practice you know, nutritional medicine if you bypass the body versus I use from a supplementation standpoint to get the body to start working again on its own. So I actually work with the organs of the body. The first thing I do with any patient that comes in, I get their bowels moving and their bladder moving. And sometimes it comes out the skin as well, which is not ideal. But if you get the bowel moving, I will tell you, I've had people get radically better from chronic issues and massive amounts of medications just by getting the bowels moving to start. They turn overnight how great they feel. So I don't love the word detoxification. I do use it off and on because it's a key word that people understand, but I prefer to get the channels, channels of detoxification or bowels and bladder moving. And when that happens, the body will start to work on its own. You know, when you're talking about bowel movements, and again, that's something we talk about all the time here in my office, and people will get embarrassed. And I'm like, no, we talk about this every day. I had a patient come in and told me that her pediatrician told her that it was normal her daughter hadn't pooped in 17 days. 17. 
the bottom line I want to make sure that people know is that you should, you and your kids and your spouse should be having bowel movements daily because it is not normal to go three days, five days. And for someone to say 17 days is absolutely ludicrous in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's a, so here's a great question. Uh, first of all, if any chiropractor listens to that question and takes that to heart, I want them to immediately remove that because obviously we are real doctors. Last time I checked, my degree said doctor of chiropractic. And at the end of the day, what most people don't realize, especially the public, and quite honestly, you should be educating the patients on this, is the fact that uh, we are not only real doctors, we are actually getting more diagnosis, we get more anatomy, we get more physiology than even medical doctors. I mean, really only the difference is that they learn medications, and then we learn how the body actually works. We, work, we understand the nervous system. We understand the immune system. We understand how to actually get a person well. And so uh, I, I, I'm honestly, I always laugh at that question, not because, um, I, and I appreciate a patient asking, you know, those questions if it's not an antagonistic way of saying it. However, yes, we are fully real doctors. Not only that, we are primary care physicians and you can come to us directly without any referrals. And so quite honestly, I see us as, the future of healthcare. Not only are we not going to take a back seat anymore to everybody else, we're going to be the very first portal of entry for healthcare. So uh, that's what I usually say to that. I love that. My next question is, in my practice, I build relationships with all of my patients. Do you think that is a critical part of our profession? Yeah. So um, patients, yeah, you have to build relationships. Okay. The biggest thing with us is we're the only doctors out there that really, quite honestly, we touch our patients every single day. In our world, you still get hugs in our practice. You, you still get a shaking hand. It's personalized. And at the end of the day, no matter how they come in, and I think I actually spoke about this in another podcast, is that, yes, people come in a lot of times with pain, right? And so your first job is to obviously get them out of pain. But as you go, you slowly, and I do this, you slowly educate them on what chiropractic care is. Now, get them out of pain first, obviously, because a lot of them do not care about what chiropractic is about because right now they just want to go back to work. They want to take care of their family. They want to get paid, things like that, which I totally understand. And I'm not saying throw out our education and the philosophy and how you believe in what chiropractic actually is. I'm just saying you also have to learn how to communicate with patients. And so really, Get them taken care of, but slowly drip education to them. And honestly, within a couple of weeks, max, you are preaching to them about the importance of chiropractic, about the importance of the nature, about the importance of immunity, and they will become your, your most favorite people. And then next thing you know, that person who came in in pain, who is mad at the world because they're, they're in agony, they're coming in, giving you a big hug, shaking your hand, and they, they become honestly longtime practice members. And then the, you end up usually having their whole family. And so it's just how you communicate. Communication is not only the biggest missing factor in most practices, but it is the biggest factor that should be looked at in practices. But also communication makes the world go round. How often does my family get adjusted? That's a good question. Honestly, typically, especially lately with the, with the amount of stress we have, plus seeing the load of patients we see, uh, my wife and I get adjusted probably every week to two weeks. Uh, my daughter gets adjusted. I like to, I like to adjust her. So so she gets adjusted probably every week to two weeks, honestly, as well. Sometimes a little bit more because she's six and she's bouncing off walls and playing around. The other day, she actually was in her roller skates in the house, and she is getting her roller skate uh, skills down. 
and she was doing something really weird that just playing around and she fell in her butt and she looks up at me and we were first like we were looking to see if she was hurt but we didn't say anything just checking and she turns around and smiles she goes i guess i need to get adjusted and so literally whether she's at home or she's at the office the first person actually my wife and i are usually the tough ones because we're so busy working and making sure everything's taken care of in the business we'll sometimes kind of forget and we have to go hey can you get adjusted my daughter will be the first one to run into the room and say, and we get adjusted. So absolutely, uh, usually weekly, usually uh, other than that, worst case scenario, no more than every, uh, you know, every two weeks, something like that. Yeah. I am actually headed right now to California. I am sitting in Charlotte, North Carolina in a very quiet airport, much quieter than it's ever been before. And I've gone to this airport many times and I am headed to California for a freedom rally because right now a lot of states are getting shut down. A lot of states are not opening back up. You have your whole red state, blue state. I'm from Florida. Not only are we open, but today our governor actually opened all activities and organizations for kids, which is so huge and it's awesome. Meaning summer schools, activities, groups, all back on effective immediately. And so Florida is basically almost 100% opened up. And I'm headed to California because they are the opposite. They are completely not opened up. And so I'm heading out there with a lot of my chiropractic friends, the, the Mosses of the world, the Galactics of the world, the Lippies of the world, and the Pooties of the world, like Reeds of the world, all these people that you probably follow and watch. And they are out there. I'm going to meet them tomorrow in Sacramento uh, at noon for a Freedom Rally. They're going to have a lot of people there. It's not just chiropractors. It's all the public as well. And we're going to basically tell California they need to open up, get the get this you know this country back to the people, but get the state of California back to the people as well. And so that's where I'm headed, getting in tonight, spending some time with uh, my, my colleagues in our industry and just having a blast, talking probably a lot of chiropractic, but also freedom. And uh, we're going to do our best to get California opened up for everybody. When did that become a passion of yours, freedom? Was it right when with the chiropractic or was that after? It's always been a passion. I mean, I, I grew up uh, probably the biggest thing was I grew up around my grandfather quite a bit. My grandparents were like my second parents. I was with them all the time. And so my grandfather was Korean War vet, but also we have a lot of Marines in my family. And I never served in the military, but I got to watch their mentality, work ethic, pride. Uh, we were just very a pro-constitutional family, pro-America, upstate New York. Not the city. The city is much more liberal, but the upstate New York is very, very constitutional, public-minded. And so I kind of saw it, but I was also very, very brainwashed from, from a child from the standpoint of very pro-Republican. And then as I... Kind of move forward. Uh, I woke up to the people like the Ron Pauls of the world, libertarian minded. And so that's where I became more of just like understanding how the world really worked. So the more I dove down that road, which also aligned with chiropractic, uh, I just became very vocal about it because I see us losing our rights and freedoms. And that's not acceptable, uh, not only just as a country, but like our God given human rights. And so I just, my mom always told me to speak for the truth. And quite honestly, I'm one of those people that. I have to speak out. I'm not good at holding it in. And so my world's just lined up perfectly. And now that's what I do. And I just preach as much as I possibly can. And my goal is for everyone to wake up as much as possible and take back their own rights. And so that's why I do that. And it just happens to beautifully line up with the chiropractic world. I just want to say thank you because I love what you stand for. When I listen to your broadcasts and you're talking, you're encouraging people to be better and to better themselves. You're not telling them what to think. You're not telling them what to do. You are seriously 
lending your knowledge to people to go out and make their lives better. And I think that's so important because so many people are so stagnant where they're at and they plateau in life. And I, th- I find that very sad. And so I, I want people to know that they can do better. They can be better. They can live better. All they have to do is try because it's there. And people like you are I mean, working around the clock. I don't, I'm not sure if you sleep. I've been thinking about this. I don't think you sleep. I think you're working 24 you're hours welcome, a day. Man. I'll just add it then. I'll just add at the end there that uh, you will never necessarily change people's mind. You can only lead them to the education so they can learn, they can search and learn for themselves and they actually change their own mind. So that's really what it's all about. It's not telling somebody what to do. It's educating what they're able to do on their own. And then that becomes more true. I love it. Dr. Dean, I know that you have places to be and people to see. So thank you for taking your time out of the day. And I hope at some point we can chat again because I still have a lot of questions, but I want to be uh, respectful of your time. Absolutely. Just just email me. I, I will come back on. We'll do this again when the connection is even better. And I'm happy to spend more time. Wonderful. And then I'll put in the links on how to find you. And uh, I hope that people will use you as a resource because you're a very, very knowledgeable guy. And I love what you stand for. Yeah, you can uh, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram as well. uh, Twitter, Dr. Jason Dean on Twitter. Facebook page is Jason Dean. Instagram is the same thing. And then my website is uh, revolutionnetwork.live. That is the website. Go check that out. We've got a network coming. Uh, but you can jump on the email list and uh, we'll get you taken care of, give you updates and uh, educate you on freedom, chiropractic and everything that will help. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback. So ratings and reviews are appreciated.